So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Thanks for joining me on yet another entrepreneur-focused podcast. So today, I really want to talk about Labor Day. I'm thinking about Labor Day because it's that time of year. And although most, if not all of us, are going to see Labor Day uh, as part of a a three-day weekend, yet another three-day weekend, where we hopefully can get some downtime, we can get some time with our loved ones, our friends, our family. And, and go do something that we enjoy doing. Uh, but, you know, I want you to know, uh, and I honestly didn't know, I had to look it up. Um, I want you to know that Labor Day actually originated as a way to celebrate the American worker and their contributions to the country, to society, and to our future. And that's pretty cool when you think about it. Uh, labor advocates were the ones that pushed for that. And thankfully, they did. <clears throat> Labor itself has always been about workers, uh, i.e. the labor, the managers they work for, and the companies that they work for. When workers became managers, uh, if that happens, it's interesting that their views and their expectations change. When managers or workers become company owners, they change again. Same people, different perspective. One is simply trying to earn a living that they can count on while the other is possibly challenged with how to survive in a changing business environment. This is the circle of life in this country or any country. Now, I have always valued keeping myself uncomfortable. Some people think of that as odd. I don't. I think very bad things can happen when we get too comfortable. We get in ruts, we settle, We start relying on others to deliver our future. We count on the world that we live in, that we work in, not changing. And that's just not typical. And this is the problem with the writer's strike, in my opinion. Writers, do they have a right to be pissed? Sure, they do. Are they justified in their expectations and placing blame on their companies? Probably not. And that may be controversial, but stay with me. I think that streaming shows are analogous to startups and the streaming networks are like VCs that fund them. And just like that dynamic, there's a huge failure rate. More than 80% of companies that people invest in don't make it. They fail to meet expectations. Doesn't mean they all go under 100%. They just don't make it to, to where the expectations were supposed to be. Now, There are some of those startups that will get more attention, more funding, more marketing, more oversight than others. Why? Is that fair? I don't know. Probably. That happens because either the venture capital fund, i.e. streaming network, placed bigger bets on them, bigger production dollars. They invested more in the show, in the cast. 
or they believe it simply has the best chance of success. And why is that important? Well, let's be honest. Anytime a network has a hit show, you notice it carries the network with it, right? And that might be for months. It might be for years. So there's a lot at stake. But most of the VCs, in this case, these streaming companies, are also not succeeding in their own right. When you look at them through a financial lens, the reality is only Hulu and Netflix are profitable. When you look at companies like Disney+, Plus, Paramount, and others that have seemingly big budgets and are paying money, big money for these shows and these actors and production and on-location on shoots, they're not making any money. So when the writers have an expectation of getting more money from an unprofitable company who themselves are fighting for survival, that is indeed probably unrealistic. It's certainly not a great bet. When the writers blame the streaming companies or the networks, I think that's also misplaced, in my opinion. To me, that's like a blacksmith back in the day getting pissed at Henry Ford when the reality is that once people realized that they could travel more comfortably, they no longer were that interested or satisfied with getting their asses sore riding a horse all day. They never went back. You notice once Amazon came along, we never went back. Once people figure out Instacart will bring groceries, they're no longer satisfied. Once you can deposit your check through your phone, how many of you are standing in line at the bank anymore? Virtually zero. Customers, we saw this in radio. When streaming audio came along, the dynamic shifted completely. Consumers preferred the options and the delivery of Pandora and Spotify over terrestrial radio like AM and FM. Like the blacksmith, I didn't have to sit in my car to listen to music or tune in on a little radio. I could listen to whatever I want, whenever I wanted, however I wanted. We saw this with fax machines. Once email came along, those disappeared. VCRs replaced by DVDs, cable, satellite, and now streaming. Every one of these, this is important, every one of these was driven by the customer, not the company. The company's choice was rather to, was just simply whether they were going to respond to the changing expectations of their customers or go extinct. That's it. So writers, you should be pissed at us, not the company that is simply doing what they're supposed to do, make money for their investors, who, by the way, are also customers. We went from having few options to cable satellite that offered hundreds of stations to streaming services that offer seemingly unlimited options. Oh, and we get to choose what we want to pay for, when we want to watch, and how we want to watch. Do you know in 1961, General Motors introduced the very first robot in their assembly process. All it did was spot weld some things. Today, assembly lines are riddled with robots in every aspect of the production process. The result, some jobs were lost, but they were replaced with a far more cost-efficient, more productive approach that now delivers the safest, most reliable tech-advanced vehicles on the planet. And if there was a car company today that said, yeah, we're not going to do that, we're going old school, 
fact, we're going to hire a bunch of blacksmiths, ex-radio executives, ex-fax machine salespeople. We're going to do it our way. They could not compete on any level. All this is going to make some some people uncomfortable. And some of you are going to say, well, if the world is changing, it's incumbent on me to change as well. I agree with you. You know, immigrants see unlimited opportunity year after year in what they consider the greatest country in the world, not theirs, this one. People all over the world are trying to get to this country every single day. They're willing to fight their way in because they think there's unlimited opportunity while every day people born in the greatest country in the world lament there are no opportunities. The reality is the smartest dinosaur that ever existed is still extinct. The best blacksmith is no longer as valuable as before. The best fax machine salesperson had to learn to sell something else if they wanted to remain successful or become far more uncomfortable with the reality that their future would be uncertain forevermore. Most, if not all of us, have been part of a relationship that has a breakup. Take note that the person who breaks up with somebody recovers quickly because they already are looking forward towards something that they feel is better for them. The other person, the jilted one, depending on how they react and respond, will either move on to something far better than they could have ever previously dreamt of or forever carry around baggage that keeps them stuck and unable to achieve what they want. So writers, like every other great worker, it's up to you to choose. No matter what, make no mistake, we appreciate what you've done. But like that breakup, we've moved on to something we feel is something better for us. You should choose to do the same. listening to the david spizak show if you haven't yet please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now i look forward to having you back in the room where it happens we